Welcome to the old bastard martini lunch. This is a show about advertising and design creatives with an audience of one, me. I'm Peter Morse. This is my show. For those of you that uh, are familiar with the show, you can probably skip past all of this, but for anyone else that's just tuning in for the first time, uh, maybe need a little clarification. So let me help you out here. These are recorded conversations between me and other ad or creative professionals. Even though these are discussions that are for my own enjoyment, you're certainly welcome to listen in. Ben Swift again on the show today. If you heard the first episode, you know Ben and Ryan and I have got some history. We've worked on a few uh, projects and art shows. Um, he's a great guy, talented artist, uh, does a lot of great web development, and currently an art director at Molly Marketing. Ben likes to do a lot of different things and uh, explore a lot of stupid ideas, and I think that's why we get along so well. So join us at our booth at the back as we share our drinks and our stories. Very tasty. Yeah. Sidecar? Yeah. What do you think? Whiskey and something. Ooh, yummy. not whiskey. This is a cognac. We're fucking fancy here. Oh, yeah. We stepped it up. Mm. This is a... Uh, I don't know cognac either. So this because is this bar is high end, we rock mm-hmm. the Hennessy, mm-hmm. Grand Marnier, fresh lemon juice mm-hmm. with a sugar rim, and because they are a fancy bar, this is in the raw sugar. So none of that processed white sugar crap. This is the big green, all natural. You gotta, you gotta love that. It's delicious. Mm-hmm. I better toast that. Mm-hmm. Have a great drink there, Mr. Holt. Mm. Mm. I've been kind of in a, a personal art creative rut recently, where like I'm not really motivated to do any one specific kind of art. Like I definitely draw a lot. And I don't know if you've ever been the guy that's done just one specific kind of art, because like you get you get on your kicks and you you rock some stuff. Like you've done some really cool collage stuff, and you've done some really cool painting thing like abstract painting like you you are all over the board but when you get on those tangents like you do some pretty kick-ass stuff thank you <clears throat> for saying that that all maybe you are right with that olive there <laughs> it was delicious but it was so big <laughs> i can't really those are giant olives they're huge bar needs to go back to the little <laughs> um i can't really continue the conversation when i'm chewing a monster <laughs> um well, you're doing a lot of, and maybe that's the thing that I'm that that I'm kind of bummed out on is that I don't have a tangent that I'm going on. Like I have little things going this way and that way, and it just kind of depends on how I feel on a given day. But I don't have a goal set. Mm-hmm. Like I want to do this kind of work for this many pieces, and then I want to have a show at a certain time or something right. like that. I'm just kind of in a. I don't know what I want to do. So what you're saying is we need to put together another show. Definitely. I love them. 
Yeah. Just been talking about our eels and doodles. Mm, I could get down with that. So, do you, um, what's, because you're obviously drawing stuff all the time. Sure. And, um, what is, because I'm a lot like you in that I feel like success would be easier achieved if I stuck with one thing for a while. Certainly. And then you just crank out, um, a a billion different variations of the exact same thing. Sure. And I see that works for a lot of other artists, but I have a hard time with that sort of focus. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I think some people can can function in that kind of vein, especially if they get really good at one thing. Mm. Um, I don't have any particular artists in mind, but actually I do. So <clears throat> I was going through some of my books on Sunday because I think I might sell some during this move process and so I was looking at books by like Jeremy Fish and Buff Monster and uh, some other guys kind of like in that street art crossover right kind of art thing and essentially they've been doing the same thing for 10 plus years right to a certain degree like they modify things you know add detail or take away detail or mess around with three-dimensional stuff or but it, it all, all basically just goes back to their illustration style which has remained the same with the same kind of characters right they're not that for they're that not taking time. that style and applying it to 20 different characters they're taking that style and applying it to essentially like one mm -hmm. so they kind of have like a core that they just stick with and then and, they, and that has brought them success. And then I would assume because it has success, they do keep doing the same thing. Right. Another artist who I would put in that camp is Ben Frost, who, I don't know if you know Ben Frost, he's the guy who paints like cartoon characters or hente characters on used uh, packaging for like pills or candy or cereal boxes and stuff like that. And he was in one of these things that I was looking through from like, 2006 which could have been uh, could have been something that he put on Instagram today right like so I can see that there's you can gain success through doing the same thing over and over but I feel like there's no growth there it's just doing the same kind of shtick over and over forever uh, it just doesn't interest yeah. me. Well, maybe it's, maybe it's inspiration in subject matter rather than style. Could be. I mean, like, look at a uh, local artist. Most of us know her. Um, well, local turned national artist, but uh, Nicole Gustafson. Like, sure. Same. I mean, she's still doing the same gouache style of of painting that she's always done, but. Like, but she's got a wide range getting, of characters. Yeah, and it's getting more intricate. Yeah, yeah. It's getting like the stories are becoming broader. Like, like she's like she's just developing it and becoming better and better but it's right but something she does today is the same thing she did 10 years ago yeah maybe i don't know i don't have any answers there yeah i mean obviously i, I, I it, it probably just comes down to <clears throat> personal I, I mean i think all three of us in this in this bar well in this booth right now like we're we're, we're all stuck in that same thing it's like well, yeah, if we focused on one thing, we could probably get really, really amazingly good at that one thing, but 
there's just so much out there to experience and we're just never satisfied with the one thing that we need to just keep searching and finding and looking and doing. Well, the, the, other, the other thing I think comes down to like your definition of success. Like when I make If art, I'm not lying dead in the gutter, I didn't succeed. <laughs> <laughs> well, hold on. <laughs> We've still got time. <laughs> success for me is not succeeding. How about that? That's pretty good. That's yeah. pretty good. How do you define success then in that regard? I don't particularly have one. Like, m- my goal when I am creating something is to try to either challenge myself, learn a new skill, or do something I haven't done before. And that's probably why I don't have the kind of recognizable thread that goes through all my work because. Every time I do something, it's kind of a little bit different. Like, if I make a collage, it has nothing to do with how I make illustration, which has nothing to do with how I make paintings, which, like, they don't, there's no crossover. So, uh, I don't know. Is there any common thread to them at all? That I made it. Yeah, I kind of have the same struggle in that, yeah, if I'm painting, it's a very different style than if I'm just doodling or if I could, but then the stuff I do in illustrator, it's let's clean up all the lines and let's make it tight, you know? Right. So right. I, I don't know. And I think the struggle I've got is if you're talking about finding that success or I don't know. The thing is I don't part of it too, for me is that I feel like the artists that I look up to and um, maybe have I don't know if they're successful or not, but like there's a kind of like a, a uh, self-expression aspect to it that I think most of my work is void of self-expression. Like I'm not trying to say anything. But maybe that's your personality. Yeah, but like what a bland like thing to do. Is just I don't, I don't know. I like <clears throat> I think I don't think it's bland. I mean, I'll, Peter, I'll let you speak. No, I was I was gonna say. When you're talking about defining success, mm-hmm. like the biggest struggle I've had is um, how do you find that one thing that everybody wants to buy and buy and buy sure. over and over and over, no matter sure. what color palette you put to it? Sure. And then I stopped chasing that and I just thought, I'm going to do what makes me happy. And then I do 300 shitty wrestlers, you know? Yeah. But Which is I awesome. Yeah, but it's difficult for me because I got far more exposure from that than anything I really was invested in, like a lot of time and a lot of details. Like, this thing is incredible. Sure. This is really smart. I like this so much, and nobody cares. Sure. And then you do this shitty sketch of Hulk Hogan, and people are like, oh, this is awesome. Yeah, right. great, great. Right. And so, I don't know. Then it feels like the other work is diminished for something else. I don't know. I haven't figured it out, but I've decided to more or less just success for me has got to be defined by, you know, what's going to make me happy. Yeah. See, like, and, and I've always struggled with the, the art sense. Like design has always been easy for me because like design, I don't have to worry about my thoughts and feelings and I can just right. do what, what has been prescribed to me. Like I'm solving right. problems at that point, but, but art is, it, it comes into like, like, okay, what are you feeling? What do you what do you want to express? And I, I always grew up on like my views are my views, and those aren't for everybody else. And right. when I create art, granted I should be creating art for myself, but 
I'm not the only person going to be viewing that and that doesn't make me comfortable. Right. So I'm never going to do something because honestly, like I I'd, I'd probably be uncomfortable viewing something that I did that's like in my head. Just not cool for people. So like why put that out there into the world so people would be like, This motherfucker's demented. Like Vincent Van Gogh had it easy compared to this son of a bitch. Right. But right. like I'm just not gonna do that. Like I like my my ideas, my political views, my outlook on life, that's that's for me. Mm-hmm. Like that's not for anybody else and I'd mm-hmm. never put it on paper for anybody else. Yeah. And there's definitely part of that too where it's like uh, So you're saying you're a pussy. No, it's, I don't think it's <laughs> Yes, I am. Well, maybe. How far do you want to push it? Yeah, make I'll, a name for yourself. Man. I put myself in that camp too, and it's like the it's like self-editing, basically. It's like, I have ideas, I'm not going to share them. I have things in my head, I'm not going to share and, them. And it has nothing to do with like whether I think people are going to relate to them or engage with them. I just like, that's for me. Like the only person that gets to see that is me, and and it just doesn't need it doesn't need to be out there anymore. Hmm. Like that, I mean that's my view on it. But and but I don't because I'm like you say I'm a pussy for not wanting to put my thoughts out there. But like maybe that's what you need to do. But I don't think that's the case. It's like I'm not afraid to put it out there. But maybe I you don't are. Want to. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe you need to do that. Maybe that's what's keeping you from from that success. I'm but never gonna be like like I said. Success for me is like if. If I didn't constantly struggle my entire life, I didn't succeed. Like, I, I, I honestly feel that way. I had this conversation earlier this week with someone was, was what is, what is, ultimately, what is a creative person's problem? And I think it's a certain amount of self-loathing. And unfortunately for me, it might be wired a little too deeply. I don't know. I think that's probably what makes creatives good. I think that's, that's human nature. That's forward. human nature, man. Like I, I, I get into like these philosophical discussions with my parents. They're very religious, and it's like, okay, cool, yeah, you know, go to heaven. Everybody gets what they want, and they're happy. Right. And then, so what? Nobody. There's no. And everything's vanilla. It, well, there's nothing in. There's no desire anymore. There's no reason to do anything else. You know. So you don't go down like a creepy, scary path, but. But you also don't get like a lot of amazing things from that either. If you don't have like it's human nature to want to be to do to like create, right? And I think a lot of people fill that void with with other things, you know. And you know, well, possibly (laughs) her booze, drugs, religion, whatever, you know. But then once that's taken care of, then there's no reason to keep, you know, exploring. But I think it's human nature to want and to explore that, you know. I agree. I don't really think there's any kind of. I don't really. I don't know. What is success? I don't, I don't really know what that is. Like, have a job, have a house, be alive. That's good enough. Isn't I got two out of three. Is <laughs> <laughs> uh, it so? But, it, but but it's also like the success of creative expression is just like doing the shit you want to do, and that's good enough. Like it doesn't matter. Like if like. Will you get retweeted or something? Like, I don't know. Yeah. Is that success? I don't really care. I think you have to tweet to be retweeted. Yeah, yeah whatever. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. I don't know. I come up with, like, bad ideas and schemes all the time for, like, product lines or fashion lines or whatever that would be super easy to to exploit dummies for some, you know, so 50 t-shirts that, that you know... 
But then I don't invest the time in doing it because I don't feel like it's like how far, yeah. worth doing. Well, yeah, how far down that uh, path do you want to go? Like, I'm mm -hmm. not just about getting people's money. Like, I just, I want to do cool stuff. Maybe that's not about getting their money so much as like seeing an idea through to, yeah. True. you know, Maybe the... more about putting something out there. Creating a opportunity to study the outcome. Yeah, maybe. to do something ridiculous. True. That's okay. So, so here's a here's kind of a philosophical question: if, if if the three of us, who we are all artists, but none of us want or strive to succeed at art, would that make all of the succeeding artists sellouts? I want to succeed, but I don't. Um, I don't know how to do that in a way Here, that... Here's the thing, make, yeah. and I've thought about this a lot, about art in general. Like, <clears throat> I would be perfectly happy making art and just having somebody else handle all the PR and marketing yeah, yeah, yeah. and schmoozing and talking to galleries and mm -hmm. setting prices. Yeah, and get an agent and right. representation. And I would be 100% okay with that. <clears throat> and then if they start telling me, hey, this type of work sells, I'd be like, oh, I'll do more of that, I guess, you know, or right. whatever. It's not like, but I'm not going to be in charge of that metric keeping. Okay. You know That's what I mean? Fair. That's fair. It's just... So you become a production artist for yourself. Essentially, sure. Yeah. Like, who's the uh, painter of light that... Uh, the, yeah, the Kincaid. The, yeah, there you go. I thought that was brilliant. I think the work sucks, but when I saw <laughs> it, I was like, this is freaking genius yeah. what this guy has done just be like that guy yeah i mean andy warhol had other people print his work too sure yeah pretty much well michelangelo and like even those guys they had whole studios full of people making art right making they had an idea for a marble statue and they were like all right it looks like this yeah i'll come back and check on it tomorrow and keep working guy right What's Coons, the guy that just like comes up with an idea and he has somebody build it for him and all that shit? Look at Shepard Fairey's movie. Oh, sure. Like, he He's got a whole like, studio. That yeah, he doesn't do most he of makes, it himself. He makes the idea and then somebody else produces it. And, you know, right. What's the but you gotta, But you got to do the... It doesn't just happen. Well, you like, do the, Whirl had to do well, you gotta, you it. Gotta, Initially, he had to do it. Yeah. yeah, sure. But what's the difference between that and just like having a good idea and sending it to a printer... What's interesting yeah, about I mean, this is that you want to be the production guy for yourself, though. That's one of the problems I'm trying to get over. Because okay. I like doing production, but at the same time, it's too much. Like, I don't want to do production. I don't want to do fulfillment. Yeah, fulfillment's the worst. I just want to have... Especially like, with overseas. A good idea, and then I, I am able to put that idea into a way that people can buy it. But I don't have to do anything. Right. Like all you right. have to do is create and, right. and execute and put it out. Right. There so I've been playing with this uh, print-on-demand service uh, that I'm moments away from pulling the trigger on, and I started last. I actually started in 2015 doing research on garments and materials and printing processes and quality and just getting uh, test samples in and washing them and wearing them and all that stuff. Um, so, I'm pretty close. Hmm? Is that what that um, It's a company called Printful. Okay. They're in California. I didn't know if it was the guy's local. I know of Atwood. Okay. Uh, but I think Printful. It, a lot of the shops like uh, uh, that 
people are in our genre kind of use like um, tea, uh, tea public, tea public, and, and uh, society six, red bubble, bubble and society yeah. six, yeah. and yeah. Uh, all of them kind of have the same sort of model. Mm -hmm. They have like a bunch of products right. that they can print on, yep. and then they have the fulfillment system. Right. Um, and generally, you have to like start a store on their site. Mm -hmm. You're just kind of part of that thing. Well, Printful is a little bit different in that you have to have a site, and then it just—it's like a drop ship almost. Mm -hmm. So you have a relationship okay. where like you get the designs, you put it on the stuff you want it to, you limit it to the stuff you want to limit it to, because a lot of those. Uh, you go, you find a design, and then you can put it on any piece of shit you want. Right, right. Which I don't want like that. I want Zazzle. to have... Exactly. Mm -hmm. I want to have control over, like, I only want to print this design on this kind of shirt because I like the quality of the shirt. Right. In these colors, because it looks better on those colors. Right. And that's all you can get. Um, so I'm working through that right now. Well, you gotta let me know how Plus, that goes. They can make a lot of shit that I would never be able to make on my own. Like right. clothes for dogs or mugs or, I don't know. They do uh, all over printed shirts. Oh, nice, nice. Before we close that up, though. Yeah. Like, I'm looking at this as not so much an opportunity to create, like, great art. Right. But as an opportunity, opportunity to take all of the intellectual property that I've created for the past 10 years. Right that's never been released mm -hmm. and get it out in a way that I don't have to manage it. Right. Like it's, it's, it's out there. Yeah. It exists. People can get it. I don't have to have a warehouse full of shit. I can just send them to a link. Right. And, and yeah. then if they buy it, great. If they don't, it doesn't hurt me in any way. They're not, it, those ideas aren't just sitting on a hard right. drive somewhere. They're right. out there. I mean, uh, I'm kind of taking that same approach too. And, um, even if those ideas don't sell, it still gives credibility to the rest of it. So sure. it's like, all right, well, here's a couple of ideas. Maybe these sell more. These don't sell anything, but it's like uh, it just adds to that that story of all yeah. of this stuff. You know? It's almost just like strength in numbers. Right. If you have a website, if you have a small, big cartel website and you have five products, it's great because you can sell those five posters or those five things get people there and whatever and you know what uh, that, that looks good but if you have a weird shop that has 5,000 products on it that it gives you a sense of legitimacy I think just right off the bat right. even if it all sucks <laughs> right. at least like, there's well, this, a lot of it yeah <laughs> this guy's just good yeah you know he's I mean? just gonna crank it out whether yeah. we're buying it or not well right. that's me welcome to my yeah. world <laughs> and then the idea is once that crap is set up and it's taking a long time to get it all set up but once that goes live then like anytime I have a dumb idea I can just go into Illustrator make it throw it on the website mm -hmm. like within 10 minutes of hearing about some stupid thing on the news I can have some stupid reaction to that for sale right and then I'll be one of them you know what I mean yeah 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 good for you good for you one of them <laughs> so so before we do get refills like <laughs> You guys are just keeping me from the booze tonight. I'm doing what I let's, have to. Wait, wait, wait. Let's get a drink and then we'll come back to that story. Fair enough. Okay, yeah. Well, it's time for drinks. It's like the Sahara in here. Man. <laughs> Hell yeah. Let's get a let's get a dry martini. Okay, good, good, perfect.
So there you go. Uh, peek into the minds of three guys that have kind of made their careers uh, in the corporate world, but struggle to find, uh, I guess, or even define success in the, the art world. I don't think we came up with any real answers, but that's okay. Sometimes uh, the discussion is more interesting than uh, the resolution. Um, if you want to know more about Ben or you want to see some of his fun drawings, follow him on Instagram and Twitter at iSkull. Uh, iSkull is a project that he's been uh, spearheading for many, many years. If you've kind of walked the streets of Lincoln, I'm sure you've come across a few stickers with that uh, moniker on it. Thanks for listening. If you like the show, subscribe on iTunes. That's going to be a great place for you to catch up on past episodes. You can also rate the show or write a review. Somebody, Ryan is just dying for one of these things. Ryan is dying. Huh, interesting. I've got more with Ben Swift for a future episode. Um, Some good discussion of uh, intellectual properties. Uh, So keep listening. Interact with the show. Um, we're on Twitter at Bastard Martini, or visit the website for recipes and show notes. Oh, I gotta get those uploaded. Uh, it's oldbastardmartinilunch.com. In the meantime, have another martini. I know I will. <laughs>